Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, a marketing podcast for podcasters. If you are looking to spread a message, if you are looking to get more people to your podcast, have more listeners, have more people care about your message, make more money with your message, you're in the right place. I'm David Hooper. You can find me at bigpodcast.com. And if you go there, not only can you subscribe to this podcast, you can get some tools that I have to help you do what I'm talking about here, growing your audience, getting more people to your podcast, getting more people to care about your podcast. It's free, bigpodcast.com. I want to talk about the danger of close-up work. My wife is a photographer, and one of the things that happens during a photo shoot is you've got people coming in to work with her. For example, you've got a stylist, you've got a model, you've got maybe somebody from the company, maybe somebody who's doing social media, doing background shots. And I was talking to one of the makeup artists. I know her casually. You know, as a podcaster, I like to ask questions. (laughs) We were talking about the danger of the work that we do. Coronavirus, COVID-19, maybe even just flu season. During that time, things are spreading in the air and you are working very close up with people who don't have masks on. In the podcast studio or in the broadcast studio, We have the same kind of thing. Right now, I'm in a box that is about six feet by eight feet. I don't know. Let's say it's 30 square feet. Not a big room. It's about nine feet tall. And if I had somebody in here with me, I suppose you could wear a mask, but it's going to affect the sound. And you don't want that for a podcast. You want to sound your best. So what is the solution? Well, you don't wear a mask. You take risks. Or you do something remotely. And that's what I've been doing for my broadcast show for the last year. Been doing remote interviews. And it's great, but it makes the guests become an engineer. And that leads to more problems than you would have if somebody were to come to your studio and you get them in front of a mic and you can engineer for them. So it's a balance. Do you want the problem of possibly spreading something to somebody or catching something from somebody? or having somebody do a remote session, play an engineer, maybe not getting the sound that you would want. There's a guy that I know, casually, showbiz no, we talked a few times. He's in our local podcasting group. This is making national news right now, so I feel comfortable sharing this story. In the industry, we are all talking about it, and here's the headline. It says, hospitalized right-wing radio host in very serious condition, regrets not being more pro-vaccine. That's what his family is saying anyway. He, unfortunately right now, is unavailable for comment. He's in the hospital on oxygen. We don't know how things are going to go. I've seen people over the last year, a couple of them, months in the hospital. Oxygen when they come back home. Home health when they come back home. So sometimes you can come out of it, but not really come out of it. A few people have died. Some people, they bounce back. So we don't know what's going to happen in the future. But as of now, doesn't appear to be doing so well. Here's what the article says. The family of right-wing radio host Phil Valentine reports that he's been hospitalized from the novel coronavirus and is in very serious condition. He's being treated for COVID pneumonia in the critical care unit of a Nashville hospital. Some interesting things about this situation. He was actually on the air after getting coronavirus. 
He got it from his son in the studio. His son is also a broadcaster. And he got back on the air. He said, I'll have to fill you in when I come back on the air. I'm hoping that will be tomorrow, but I may take a day off just as a precaution. Here's what the network said. They said he's been critical of the vaccine, voices his concerns over safety. His family now says he regrets that misinformation. Here's what they say. Phil would like for his listeners to know that while he has never been anti-vaxxer, he regrets not being more pro-vaccine and looks forward to being able to more vigorously advocate that position as soon as he is back on the air, which we all hope will be soon. Again, that's from the family. That's not from him. At the end of the message, it says this, please continue to pray for his recovery and in all caps, please go get vaccinated. Now, as you can imagine, this guy's a right-wing radio host. He had a syndicated show at one time, sort of in the vein of, I don't know, like a Hannity, Limbaugh kind of thing. Days after announcing he had contacted coronavirus, he was still skeptical of the safety of vaccines. In fact, the last tweet that he actually did He said, ah, but I'm sure the vaccine is perfectly safe. Don't worry about it. That was about Johnson & Johnson having issues with a sunscreen that has carcinogens in it. Of course, now he's a high-profile guy. He's got a big microphone, big antenna, and he was so adamant about this. People are going back and they're looking at that. And there's a lot of those quotes in this article. In April, he complained about government vaccination efforts and downplayed the risk of dying from COVID. Here's what he said. I'm avoiding Twitter but I just had to let you see this. It should scare the hell out of everybody. And it talks about forced inoculation of an experimental vaccine, no consent, no FDA approval, no long-term data, and the Johnson & Johnson, no less, which has now been federally halted, which is true. Then they found that it was safe to ring back, and that's what they've done. In December, he claimed that he was personally of very little risk from dying from coronavirus. Kawasaki disease is the scariest Seriously, this is what I talk about when I say do risk assessment. I have a very low risk of A, getting COVID, and B, dying of it if I do. Why would I risk getting heart attack or paralysis by getting the vaccine? Well, as I mentioned at the top of this episode, in this business, we work in small rooms. We do not keep the air flowing because it affects the sound. And when we are in small rooms, and we've got people right up next to us, we're getting whatever they've got. It is a dangerous business. It's like the makeup artist. You are right up close to somebody and they can't wear a mask not to do their job. So what do you do? I don't know. Blessings to this guy. I bring this up because I think it's important to say, one, are you giving out the correct information? Even if you've got a podcast with just a few hundred listeners, there are people, those few hundred listeners, they look up to you. And because you've got a microphone and because you are in their ears, they are listening to what you say. As a podcaster, a journalist, a broadcaster, however you want to define yourself, I think it's very important that we take that job seriously. I know that watching the news over the last four or five years, I've become a lot more aware of the power of media, the power of fake news, and I don't want to be part of it. Now, as far as the coronavirus, I think it's a small thing that I can do to go get vaccinated, to wear a mask when I'm able to. For example, I'm doing a lot of in-person interviews right now, doing a documentary project where I am not on the mic. 
but I am sitting next to people who are on mics. They can't wear masks. I can. So if I'm inside with those people, especially when I don't know their vaccination status, I'm doing everything I can to protect those people. I think we need to do that as humans. Seeing these people as humans, not as political pawns, seeing this virus as what it is, a virus, not as something political, because it's not discriminating. This guy thought he was safe? Apparently not. But by the time you find out that you're not safe, it's too late. You can't get the vaccine now. Now, maybe he'll get better. Maybe he'll be able to get the vaccine. And that's the second thing that I wanted to talk about. That's why I'm bringing this up. It is never too late to change your mind about something. Never too late when you're going one direction to go in another direction. That's fine. Are people going to criticize you? Yeah. People are going to criticize you now. People are criticizing this guy. And he's getting it from both ends. Because you've got people who say, well, he's been spreading this misinformation for years and it finally caught up to him. And then you've got these people who refuse to believe that it's serious. They're watching you go through this thing, but they're telling themselves, well, he didn't take enough vitamin D. He wasn't healthy enough. He had comorbidities. He's getting criticized by them. You're going to get criticized by somebody no matter what you do. So do the right thing. This guy's made a lot of money by giving people what they want. And I can respect giving people what they want. We are entertainers in addition to journalists or podcasters or broadcasters. However you want to define yourself. We are also entertaining people. And there are different levels of that. But are you entertaining people? Are you following the money at the risk of yourself or of others? or of society in general. You could do it. I've got to ask myself when I'm going into these situations now where I am in front of people doing these face-to-face interviews and I don't know their status of COVID, of vaccinations, of how they are when they go outside. Are they wearing masks? Are they washing their hands? I don't know this stuff. I've got to ask myself, what is my risk and how much am I willing to risk to go after a story? Do I really need to hear from these guys if I can't be sure? Because some of these people, they're not going to tell you. And some of these people, I say, yeah, we can do it outside. No, we're not going to do it outside. It's the middle of summer. Can't do it outside. (laughs) We got to do it inside. And I've only got this little small room that we can get in. It's a risk. What are you going to do? I do not fault somebody for trying to make a living. You can understand why somebody like a makeup artist, for example, who needs to pay her rent would take certain risk of getting very close to people who are not masking or very close to people who maybe have not been vaccinated. Same thing for radio hosts and podcasters. You can understand that people need to survive. But you, as the person in charge, Me, as the person in charge, we've got to ask ourselves, what's worth it? What's not worth it? Just something to think about. So prayers for Phil Valentine or good energy or whatever you've got. I hope he does come out of this. I hope he comes out of this. I hope he has the opportunity to get the real story out. And maybe he'll take advantage of that. Maybe he won't, but I hope he has that opportunity. 
Not everybody does. Coming from the music industry, I certainly have known a lot of people that were road warriors, man. They were on the buses. They were in these small, tight, cramped spaces. They were in studios. And they got it, man. They got it. And they've been affected in a major, major way. I still see people that think, oh, it's not that big a deal. It's being blown out of proportion. Yeah, you know, maybe. Maybe in some circles. But it is very real. And there are people that are being affected by it. So think about it, man. Think about it. Take care of yourself. Let's take care of others. Let's make the world a better place with this power and this opportunity that we have. Because it is a gift that we can get behind a microphone and that we've got people that want to listen to us and we have the technology to reach them from our closets, from those little tiny rooms that we're in. Take a message all over the world. That wasn't always possible. So I don't take it for granted that it is. And I appreciate that you're in the trenches here with me. If you've got comments on it, you want to say something, throw me something. Feel free to write me, bigpodcast.com. If you want to send me something that you've recorded, feel free. I'm open to the discussion because I think it's a gray area. I don't think it's black or white. Like I said, you got to make a living. And I don't fault anybody for wanting to do that. But I do question you if you're spreading misinformation. Look at yourself. Do take a look at the sources, the information, the things that you're spreading via your podcast and via other things like social media, like the traditional media you may be involved in. Do think about that. And let's be very specific and very skillful in what we communicate. Hey, I appreciate you. Bigpodcast.com is where I am. So go there. I've got information on how to grow your audience, get more people to your podcast, make people care about it, make money with your podcast. It's at bigpodcast.com. Go there, check it out. See what I've got. Send me a message. Let me know what you think about this episode. And if you've got a podcasting friend, let them know. What do you want? A big podcast. Where do you get it? You get it at bigpodcast.com. I appreciate you and I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.